You're about to listen to a segment of Sam Chan's Succession Transition event, which was hosted in late 2020. Sam organized this event to give leaders from around the world the chance to share their stories of effectively planning and transitioning their pastoral roles to a successor. Every pastor is a temporary. Are you prepared for your succession transition? Let's begin. Well, thank you, everybody, so very, very much. A great miracle has taken place. Uh, it is uh, 12.54. Uh, we wanted to land it at 1 o'clock, so uh, let's take it home. Uh, Bishop Pulmer, thank you so much for uh, your friendship, partnership, and everything, and everybody else. I've got a, a few thoughts that I want to throw out at you. Some of them you've heard me say before uh, with people that I have uh, worked with. My greatest concern for the church of Jesus Christ is not money, it is not facilities, it is not opposition, it's not persecution, it's not the unrest, it's not the divisiveness. My greatest concern, and everyone sees life from where they sit, the chair they sit in, my greatest concern for the church is the oncoming tsunami known as succession and transition. Let me give you just one number, just one number. Uh, people who keep numbers on this tell us in the next 10 years or less, in 10 years or less, there'll be 480,000 pastoral transitions in the United States of America. That's a half a million pastoral transitions in the United States of America. Almost 90% will be unplanned leading to church splits, leading to uh, glorified multi-sites, leading to all kinds of devastation inside the body of Christ, which is so unnecessary. So this is what's gonna happen. So let me take you into economy for a moment. Supply and demand. Demand will be high, supply is low. All of us have talked about that because everybody's looking for the same kind of person to come to their church or be risen up in their church, but everybody else is looking for the same people as well. So about half a million transitions, over 90% have no transition plan. Look at this, they don't even have a short-term transition plan in case a truck backs up and kills them. It's like, well, God will take care of it. And I think that's a very poor stewardship at the very helm of, uh, of what we are leading. So supply, demand, and then the kind of pastors that we are looking for, somebody who looks like us, thinks like us, leads like us, processes like us. But uh, uh, I think it was uh, Bishop Dale Bronner who talked about bringing people who are of a different generation around us to be able to help us think in a totally, totally uh, different way. And do it yourself. Does, does not work. So let me give you just a few quick thoughts in the next three, four minutes. 100%, 100% of the pastors will stop pastoring at some time. Can I say that to you again? 100% of every one of you, I know every one of you is saying, well, I'll get to it in God's time. God's time is today. 100% of you will transition if the Lord tarries. You will not be an exception. So here's the deal. Either you're gonna walk out on your own two feet or eight grown men will carry you out, but you will leave. Every pastor will leave. 
I'm just trying to make it as plain. So many of you have said in such flowery ways, I'm just trying to take you where the rubber meets the road. You will die. You will leave. You'll get sick. You will, you will leave. Doesn't matter how you leave, you will leave. So how do you do that? You can do that by design or you can do it by default. And I think as a leader, your stewardship responsibility is two things, sustainability and scalability. So after you're gone, the church will go on and the church will keep growing. Because you see, pastoral transition is not about one pastor transitioning, another pastor coming in. It's never about two personalities. It's always about the church of Jesus Christ. He said, on this rock, I will build my church. So every one of you has talked about honor, how important that thing is. And then you also heard me say again and again, many of you have, things don't go wrong, they start wrong. I want to say that again. Things don't go wrong, they start wrong. I want to say that one more time. Things don't go wrong, they start wrong. Because you see, it's not about the positions. It's about transitions, another chapter in somebody's life. So how does that happen? Most transitions go wrong because the preceding pastor does not have a to. They have a from. They know where they're leaving from, but they don't have it defined. Underline the word defined. I'm talking about in writing, what will be your to? What will you do and what will you not do? And I'm here to tell you, if it's not in writing, it didn't happen. If it's not in writing, it did not happen. So a, a preceding pastor has to have a very strong to, not just a, a from. Then many of your founding pastors, I call you a legacy pastor. You are a legacy pastor. And as a legacy pastor, your transition is going to be longer than had you taken over for succeeding pastor. Now, even like Horace Smith, Dr. Horace Smith, even though he is not the founding pastor after 40 years, everybody in the church came under him. So he is what I call the refounding pastor. So a legacy pastor has to do it another way. So I want to give you four questions and then I'll done, I'm done with you. Four questions. I'll give it to you two times. But those are my guiding thoughts as I lead a church. Number one is where are we? Where are we? That gives you the environmental audit. Where are we spiritually, financially, physically, relationally? Where are we? Number one. Question number two, where do we want to go? What's your five to 10 year futuring perspective? Futuring perspective. You see, you never pack for where you've been. You never pack for where you are. You pack your suitcase for where you're going. Question number one was, where are we? Question number two, where do we want to go? Question number three becomes the important one. What or who is in the way? What are your foreseeable obstacles? Could be money. Could be you don't have a defined two. Could, could be that uh, you have identity issues. Could be your spouse. Could be your board. But what or who is in the way? And then number four. Then number four is, how do we get there? That's your strategy and tactics. So number one, where are we? Number two, where do we want to go? Number three, what or who's in the way? And number four, how do we get there? It's been an amazing time with you. We're one minute over. They don't pay us overtime in the studio. So uh, I'm going to ask Bishop Ulmer 
if you will dismiss us with a prayer and a benediction. And uh, uh, in the next couple of days, you will get a link to this whole thing. Uh, I hope to have this transcribed, turn it into a book, put my name on it. That's my plan. <laughs> Bishop Ulmer, take it away. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And those of you uh, who are joining us literally around the world, some of you guys don't know, we've got dozens and dozens of pastors and leaders from around the world who are joining us, men and women. Thank you so very much. I, I praise God for you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord give you his peace in Jesus' name.